Today Show! And today is a Q&A Weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us at contact at 100mba.net. Or you can send me a tweet on Twitter. My handle is bizrepublic, B-I-Z Republic. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. If you're looking for some quick learning nuggets, we got some short but meaty guides that you can download for free at 100mba.net slash guides. We have five guides in total, and we keep trying to add new guides as frequently as possible. Check those out. They're all for free. All right, guys. Today's question comes from 13 Thieves. That's the handle on Twitter. Quick shout out. They have a site called 13thieves.co. And their question is, is it appropriate to repost interesting blog posts to my business blog? Of course, I would make sure to cite and to give credit. Good question, 13 Thieves. Often when you have a blog, you find great information out there and you want to share it with the world, but you're not really sure how to do so. And to be quite honest, sometimes you just want to share other people's work because maybe you're having a rut in writing or you're tied up with other things. I'm going to get into the details of today's question. If you can share different people's blogs, how to share them, how to cite them, and give you some really solid examples. All right, guys, let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Amazing.com. Amazing.com offers proven online courses that can help just about anyone start their own business, from selling products on Amazon to launching the next hot mobile app. They've already helped more than 20,000 people get started. Learn how at Amazing.com or call 888-373-9363. Again, you can check them out at Amazing.com or call 888-373-9363 for more information. So is it appropriate to repost interesting blog posts to my business blog, making sure that I cite and credit? Right off the bat, I can tell you, yes, this is appropriate. There's plenty of blogs, popular blogs that do this. And you're right, you do need to cite and credit where this blog post came from. Where was it originally posted? I want to give you two examples of websites that do this very well. And I encourage that you sign up for their mailing list so you get their newsletter so you can see how they curate these blog posts. The first one is a site you probably heard of. It's called Lifehacker. Over at lifehacker.com, they have their own authors, but they also republish posts they find on the web that are interesting. Some of these posts you'll find in their actual blog or in their thread, and some of these posts they share only through their newsletter. Now, when they publish these posts, they make it super clear in the beginning who wrote this post, where was it originally posted, and where you could find this person and this original blog post. So for example, if I was going to publish a post on my blog that I found on Leo About site, Zen Habits, I would begin by writing that this post was originally posted by Leo About on his site, zenhabits.net. You can find it here. And I would give the direct link to that post on that site right there on my website. Now, what I suggest you do before you actually just post the post is maybe give your opinion, your summary, or your takeaways with a short paragraph up in the start. So you can say, this post was originally posted by Leo Babauta on zenhabits.net. I love this post because one, two, three. Some of the things I took away from this post are X, Y, Z. I hope you enjoy as much as I did. And then you can put the post. Being very transparent and being very clear that this is not your work is very important. If you just post the post, people can scan and maybe rethink that you wrote it. 
So when you have that opening paragraph citing where you found this post and why you like this post and we talk about the author in a certain way, it makes it clear that, you know, this is not your work. This is somebody else's work and you wanted to share their work with you. This is the safest way to do it. It's also just good form. What I've learned over the years is that the world is a small place and there's a good chance the people that you're citing on your blog, you'll meet in person. So make sure you give credit where credit's due and make sure you show them your appreciation for writing such a great thing. So in my example, I would email Leo Babauta, say, hey, Leo, I loved your post on XYZ. I shared it with my audience on my blog. I wrote a little paragraph about why I liked it so much. Thanks again for your great work. So again, you're getting in front of it and you're telling him, hey, I shared your post on my blog, letting him know. Now, funny enough, this is a horrible example because Leo Abata actually gives an open license for people to just use his stuff without any permission. But he's the exception to the rule. Make sure you reach out to the person and let them know. Now, I told you I was going to give you two examples of websites that do this properly. And the other one is one that I personally really enjoy. And it's a new blog. It's a new personal website by a friend of mine named Corbett Barr. Corbett is the founder of Fizzle.co. And he has his own personal site, CorbettBarr.com. Now, I would subscribe to his newsletter because Corbett doesn't republish or doesn't share other posts from other blogs on his actual blog, but he does share it in his newsletter. You could take a look at how he shares these things if you sign up for his newsletter. And it's really, really interesting how he does it. And I love it because he gives me really good links, really good videos I could watch that uh, I probably wouldn't be aware of because maybe I'd be busy that week and I haven't been you know, on social media. But Corba finds the best bits of the internet and shares it with us. Corbett's also a great writer. He's my kind of writer. He's very direct. So I will gobble up anything he publishes. So sign up for his newsletter so you could see how he does this. Another interesting thing that Corbett does with his newsletter is that he creates sections or titles for all the different posts he's sharing with you. So he'll have a section for business and they'll have a section for marketing or he'll have a section or a headline for motivation and productivity. Now these headlines change they're not always the same. He's not always sharing articles that are about motivation and productivity, but it's nice because you can kind of scan through the newsletter and choose the subject you like and choose the articles in those subjects that really stand out, that really interest you. For example, in his business section, he has an article from Zapier.com that says how to run a remote team, the ultimate guide to remote work. That looks really cool. I definitely want to read that. If you're into marketing, you can go straight to the marketing section. Great job, Corbett. Guys, I got more on today's episode, but before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Edible Arrangements. As a listener to The $100 MBA Show, I know you're ambitious. You've established yourself professionally, and now you're looking for more. Take the next steps in your entrepreneurial journey as an Edible Arrangements franchisee. Yes, Edible Arrangements, the brand that revolutionized gifting with handcrafted fruit arrangements and gourmet chocolate fruit. Entrepreneur Magazine named Edible Arrangements a top franchise among the best of the best in 2015. And as an Edible Arrangements franchisee, you get access to an established brand of 16 years of growth, over 80% brand recognition, and 1,200 locations worldwide. You'll benefit from the know-how, support, and millions of visitors to the Edible Arrangements e-commerce platform. Start your journey to sweet success as an Edible Arrangements franchise owner. Call 1-888-727-4258 or go to edible.com. Again, call 1-888-727-4258 or edible.com. So to wrap up today's question, is it appropriate to repost interesting blog posts on your own blog as long as you cite and credit properly? Yes, you can. Of course, give credit where credit's due, but take my advice. Give your opinion, give your input about why you love that post so much. Why are you sharing it with your audience? What compelled you to share it with your audience? And what did you learn by reading the post? 
that has a lot more value than just copying and pasting the blog post right there. Make it relevant for your readers. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. Guys, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow is episode 400 on the $100 MBA show. And we're going to be answering another question on Q&A weekends. Join us on episode 400 tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe so you get all our episodes automatically. Just hit that subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher or Overcast or whatever podcatcher you use. So until tomorrow, episode 400, I want to leave you with this. Reading and sharing good work properly is a great way to become a better writer. It's a good thing to do at the start because you start to feel and resonate with different types of writers. You start to feel like your own style. And what happens is you get better taste and you start building your own taste for your own writing. Credit properly. Make sure people know where you got this information. But at the same time, keep your ears open. Keep your heart open, really, so you can be able to create your own style. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode, episode 400. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.